Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. This is my second appearance on the podcast now. I'm Faith Roswell and I'm here with my awesome friend Dolly. Hello! I know Dolly as the pyjama queen and check out her reviews because she's super fun and has some excellent pyjama recommendations. I thought you were going to say check out Dolly's pyjamas, to which I was going to say, I know it's only a second time, Faith, but they can't see me. You should check out her pyjamas because they are really, really (laughs) They're pretty spectacular, aren't they? (laughs) But you should totally check out her reviews. Now, Dolly's already a friend of mine, so she and I tend to hang around at hers and drink tea eat chocolate and talk about random facts together. So that's what we're going to be talking about on the podcast today. We're going to be sharing with you some of our favourite, weirdest and randomest facts and hopefully learning something (laughs) along the way. So I'm going to kick us off with some random fact, right? Okay, this is really random. Hawaii is the best place in the world to see rainbows, Mm -hmm. like officially, And a study by the American Meteorological Department found that mountains produce sharp gradients in cloud rainfall, which are key to rainbows. And it's just got the perfect amount of of mountains around it that basically make it into a big sort of prism. That's amazing. I did not know that. How are you? You wouldn't have thought it, would you? No, I don't know where I would have thought it. Somewhere with a lot more uh, rainfall and alternating bright sunlight. A rainforest, I would have thought, or something. Yeah, I suppose with the rainforest you end up with so many clouds that maybe it's, it blocks out the sunlight. But yeah, Hawaii, that's that's fascinating. I yeah. saw a circle rainbow once. That's okay. There you go. Okay, I do have a rainbow fact. Um, rainbows seen from planes are circular. Ah. Because uh, I can't remember exactly why. I'm not great with just the bouncing signs. around, round and round. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I was just looking it up because I didn't want to say the wrong fact or, or have it get wrong. It turns out it's called a pilot's glory and it's an optical phenomenon. Rude. <laughs> I know, yeah, well, I don't want to say glory hole, do I? <laughs> uh, it is a concentric ring of colour in front of mist or fog, which makes perfect sense because as you go up above the clouds, especially on a misty day, then you do see that. And yeah. So I, Kicked off with some fun rainbow facts that we both didn't know. I had no idea. I just be honest with you, I don't know a lot about Hawaii. But my next fact is going to bring us to North Korea and Cuba. Cool. I've been to Cuba, not North Korea. They are the only places in the world you can't buy Coca-Cola due to being under long-term US trade embargoes. So obviously, you know, there's going to be some really deserted islands and stuff that you can't. But they're the only sort of country that cannot import it legally. Wow. I've been to what? Cuba and there is no brands, basically, because America really don't like them. They, um, well, it's very complicated and political, mm. but they want all the oil and stuff, so they don't let Cuba have anything. Um, 
and yeah i couldn't get fanta there like they just have their own brands for everything i was gonna really say bizarre. so i'm assuming that it's it's all um that everything is like cuban branded yeah um while i was there actually trump changed the law so that the cruise ships from america couldn't stop in cuba either and mm. that was like their last bit of income so it's a very bizarre place because everything is from there mm. but it's quite sad because all their good stuff that they make, they ship out to the hotels. Right. So most of their own fizzy drinks and stuff like that, the hotels for the tourists get it all. It's a shame because I kind of like the idea that each country has their own their own brand stuff. So every time you go travelling, you know, it's it's like an extreme version of going to a country and saying, "I want to try the national dish. I want to drink the national drink." Exactly. Rather than being like, "Where do I get Coca Cola and Oreos?" It's I think it's oh. quite good to see there's only well, not only two places, but I think it's good to see there are places that Coca Cola isn't making money. Yeah. Right, go on, hit me with a fact. I'm ready. I can actually do that. Okay, so I'm, even though I don't sound like it at all, I'm originally from Aberdeen and I have, the, uh, yeah, I, I'm great. I'm terrible. If, if someone says to me, Faith, tell me a random fact, I am horrendous. But once someone starts talking, I'm like, oh my God, 50 Is it going to be about facts. Iron Brew? It is going to be about I, as Iron As soon as you brew. said my mum's Scottish and they're uh, obsessed with it, aren't they? Yeah. I thought, Aberdeen, she's brought up, and we were talking about Coca-Cola. It's yeah. got to be Iron Brew. It Go is... on, hit me with your Iron Brew fact. So, in Scotland, it is the only place, I believe, that outsells Coca-Cola with another soft drink. I think there might be somewhere that, that Fanta's more popular than Coca-Cola, but in Scotland, Iron Brew is more popular than Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, and tenfold, really I'd thing, say, yeah. Which is a bizarre fact, because Iron Brew is disgusting. It's not. It's gross. My mum doesn't like it, but I do. There's just something... It doesn't, what does it even taste of? It's minging. It's just like... Just goodness, isn't it? And drink no. the bars as well. No! They would get you buzzing, the sugar content in them. Oh, yeah, love Scotland. The only thing I think is more grim than Iron... Than, yeah, than Iron Brew is Mountain Dew. That is... I was thinking uh, in America, oh. I'm sure Mountain and you must outsell but only some places um when you go abroad they love fanta don't they and all the random ones like grape fanta and stuff yeah. like that that's like me i i anytime i'm in like the local news agent that tends to import a load of random stuff i have to try it have to try it all yeah yeah. It's always the be- the little um, corner shops that sell the best soft drinks, isn't it? You go to a co-op or something, um, other stores are available, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they just have the same like five things, whereas when you go into, you know, Bavin's shop, you've got everything, isn't it? Yep. Love Bavin down the road, everything. It gets in the um, A&W root beer, do you remember okay. that? Yeah. Um, all the Chubba Chups ones. To be fair, you have one and they're really sickly and you realise why they're not sold so much, but... I kind of like those. I, I bought, it was it was gross, but I bought a melon one purely because I had to try it because I've never had melon-flavoured soft drink before. But that can bring me on to my, to my next random fact, yes. which is my favourite random fact of all time. I am a huge fan of Salvador Dali, I, the, the artist. I um, studied him for about three years while I was at art school and he designed the Chupa Chups logo. I did not know that. Was that actually your fact? One of them, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. There you go. Oh, no, no. I did not just, I could not imagine Salvador Dali being around the same time as Chubba Chups. That's amazing. Yeah, um, he's Spanish. It was very then, organic, wasn't it? Well, Chupa is is like to lick or to suck. I can't remember something. It's like the verb in Spanish. So it's, it was an originally a Spanish brand, I'm sure of it, or or invented by someone who was Spanish. And yeah, he, he designed the kind of iconic, like the, the flower yeah. logo. With the, yeah, with the Chubba Chups inside. That's yeah. so weird. But then I can see it because it's quite fancy, isn't it? It's timeless as well. Oh, I'm going to try and remember that one. But the thing is, with facts, sometimes I get them confused. So prob- that's why I've written all mine down today, because um, 
in a week's time, I'll be going, you know Van Gogh? You know he did Chubba Chups? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, don't, that scene in, in Doctor Who makes me cry. The one, the one where, um, where he takes him in the, the TARDIS and takes him to an art gallery and goes, look, everybody loves you when he bursts oh, into I've tears. Oh, I've not seen it. Oh, damn, sorry I've only seen, it. I've only seen, um, not a few, but sort of alternate um, Doctor Who episodes mm. because they terrify me. Fair the enough. Stone Angels. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, they're terrifying. I wish I had a Doctor Who fact, actually. Do you? <laughs> we can find one. We, we can, can definitely find one. Yeah. So my next fact for you, right? Well, it is a fact, but I just think this is a bit crazy. So you've got 26 bones in each foot, right? Mm-hmm. That's 52 bones in your feet. Mm. There's only 206 bones in the whole skeleton. So more than 25% of your bones are in your feet. To me, that's... Fascinating, but also makes perfect sense because of all, all the little bling niggly bits. It's not because of all all the things that you do with your body. Your feet is the bit of your, but other than possibly your hands that get the most work. Your feet carry you the whole time. Yeah, so you need to have a lot of reinforcement in your tootsies. Yeah, they're very dexterous as well, aren't they? I suppose. But yeah, twenty five percent over a quarter of your bones in your whole body in your feet. Just find it crazy. Okay, I've got another one for you. Oh, go on then. Okay. Sunglasses were originally designed for Chinese judges to hide their expressions in court. No. Yeah, and the first drawings of them um, are really strange because they were like really sort of browny, pale ones, yeah. not like we have now. And you could see their face through them, but you couldn't really tell what face they're making. So they, you can see they've got eyes, but you can't see if they're like basically judging you or not. Oh my god! And then other people were like, "That's brilliant." And the Chinese people that worked outside of the fields were like, "Can we have these actually? Because it's really bright." Yeah. And then they became fashionable. I'm amazed more poker players don't have them. Yeah. That's absolute genius. I don't know. I know why. Because I saw this is a bit of a random. It was one of the Kardashians, right, wearing sunglasses. Do you know, have you seen this? Playing poker and the cards are reflected in the sunglasses. Oh! So it's a photo of her looking really, really cool at poker table and then it's literally a whole card on the, on the sunglasses. So maybe that's why poker players don't wear them. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of like match, non-reflective something. Some genius Surely. inventor. A bit of hairspray or something. Okay, well, I've, all right, I've got, I've got a, a fact. It's kind of gruesome and gross though. Um, I said... Did I just say gruesome and gross? I meant gruesome and gross. You know what I I, I was with you. I was already ready to be freaked out. It's it's all of those things. Chainsaws were originally invented to assist women giving birth. What were they meant to do? Caesarean? Mm. Oh, my God. That is rank. I'll double check the exact... uh, exact purpose but yes chainsaws oh i've got a little fun fact about caesareans but everyone knows this they're named after julius caesar i didn't know that he's one of the first people written down to be well he's not obviously lots of people born by caesarean but he was one of the first people whose mother didn't die and who sort of made himself noteworthy in history so that's why it's called a caesarean a caesarean yeah because he was born by that huh. yeah made for cutting through i'm just having a quick look now yeah. oh. made for cutting through uh the the bone if any ladies listening want to forget that fact <laughs> and remember the one that i just said <laughs> caesar julius caesar yeah <laughs> Remember him with the olive leaves around his head? Amazing. Yeah, Caesarian. How old do you think our listeners are? <laughs> Remember uh, I don't mean personally. Yeah. <laughs> you met him, right? <laughs> Lovely chap. Lovely chap. Okay, so I'm a big nature buff and most of my facts are either nature related or really quite geeky. I'm a big, big Lord of the Rings fan as well. So back to cute, cuddly, fluffy things. Tigers. Tigers have got striped skin as well as striped fur. I knew that. 
That's crazy, isn't it? I've seen a shaved one oh, for an operation. For an operation, I was at some sort of rescue centre. Don't worry, it wasn't oh. like the drugged up ones in Thailand, and it had some shaved. But also, I told my mum this fact, right? And my mum cannot have her dog not involved. So I told my mum, I saw this uh, shaved tiger in Malaysia, you know, and they've got stripy skin. And mum was like, "So's Eddie, so's Eddie." And she's oh. like, "But and he does because he's like patchy, and under he's white cockapoo with brown patches, oh, yeah. and the skin underneath the brown bits is brown." That's so cute. Yeah, but I was like, not to, not to have Eddie left out. He is comparable to a tiger, obviously. <laughs> I, I follow someone on Facebook actually that rescues guinea pigs, and there's I I didn't know for ages, but there's a particular kind of hairless guinea pig, like you get hairless cats. They look like and flaccid they... penises with the claws, oh. don't they? Well, I was going to say they look like baby hippopotamuses, but but they just look like massive flaccid penises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we get it. Oh, every time that, that that flaccid penis gets bigger and bigger. Oh, now they're massive. Oh, they're massive. <laughs> no, they're oh, okay. Now that now that now that humongous. Oh, okay, darling. So anyway, so anyway, um, anywho's, um, bumblebees, right, can fly higher than Mount Everest. The highest bumblebee recorded flying, mm-hmm. and that's just recorded, you know, is nine thousand meters, which is higher than Mount Everest. What was it doing? And hang on, hang on, and wait for a minute. why? For wait why? A minute. Probably got lost. If it was higher than Mount Everest, then surely, surely, they must have been filming from above Mount Everest. No, I think they put little things on them to see where they go, like tiny little trackers and stuff. Okay. Because it's quite recent, it was a bee study. So I think they're probably tracking, like, where they do their pollinating and they're dying on the floor and, you know. I like bumblebees. I don't want them to die, but I don't want them to be near me. Is that fair? <laughs> That's fair. I'm, I'm allergic to bees, so I can't really have them near me either. But uh, I, I, yes, I, I do like a nice bumblebee. Have you got a fact for me? I do, yes. Hit me. Uh, the word dinosaur means terrible lizard. And, oh, actually, hang on, I've got an even better dinosaur fact. Bear with me. The Brontosaurus does not actually exist. So, so when- What? Yeah. So when, what? <laughs> so when paleontologists were digging up dinosaurs, what was the first bit? Shit lizard or something? Terrible lizard. Terrible lizard. I think I might I think I knew something about shit that. Lizard. So we got shit lizard. That's a new name to call someone. Also, feel free, guys, to Google any of these facts. Yeah. So yeah, so so when dinosaurs were, were first being dug up, and you wind up with uh, a massive argument called the bone wars between two different groups of paleontologists and they would get very nasty they would fight dirty they would blow up each other's collections with dynamite they would do anything to discredit the other so someone dug up a dinosaur skeleton and called it i think it was the apatosaurus and a rival group dug up a skeleton called it the brontosaurus problem was turned out it was the same species so the people that called it brontosaurus even though they were late refused to back down and oh the poor people that got the first one <laughs> and then like for the rest of your life we were like oh i love a bro-. actually actually it's not called that and i know jeff and he's a bit of an asshole actually so can we not yeah oh that's really interesting okay this is ra- all of mine are really bizarre aren't they in 2006 I right i'm living for them yeah somebody tried to sell new zealand on ebay with a starting price of three thousand um new zealand dollars The listing was described as the dodgiest American Cup win ever with very ordinary weather. eBay removed it after two days. So it's live for two whole days with some bids before eBay removed it. Imagine being a bidder as well. Like, I'll buy New Zealand. Let's have a look at it on the map. I mean, it's quite small, but three grand? 
Do you know what? I think that could be a good investment. <laughs> that is spectacular. We were going to go on a cruise, me and the wife, but we think we're going to buy New Zealand instead now. That's got to be some kind of prank. Imagine checking your eBay in the morning, like, oh, I didn't get that uh, vintage fountain pen. Oh, but I, I'm still the highest bidder on New Zealand. <laughs> oh, my God. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. Okay, there's now, uh, I can't remember what the exact rules are, but the BBC now have a rules policy on April Fool's practical jokes. Are they not allowed to do them? Uh, There's certain rules and things they can and can't say ever since many years ago. And I'm sure this was filmed in black and white. So this must have been like back in the 50s or something. They... um, they put an April Fool's joke out about spaghetti trees and showed people harvesting spaghetti from spaghetti trees in Italy. And they basically just hung cooked spaghetti on tree branches. Yeah. And people started writing in asking where they could get a spaghetti oh tree. Oh, my gosh. I know there are rules on April Fool's because people are just more stupid than you would think. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people don't do them anymore. I remember when you were a kid, everyone would do one. Mm-hmm. All the news readers would say oh today red lights don't count or something and then everyone would oh die oh my god <laughs> yeah i think the best one i st- i still think the best one i ever managed to do was because uh, for years i was a professional model and my hair was down to my waist i april fooled people and told them that as of may the first i was going to be shaving my head i bet you got loads of people like oh, i'd love to shoot that actually yeah it'd be people- a really interesting look oh i had people taking it very very personally and getting very angry about it really i tried my hardest to tell people by the way i'm about to do a prank so just don't worry about it yeah but some people still just didn't get the message on time like what do you mean oh i always feel sorry for anyone that actually has to post important news on april fool's day <laughs> yeah like, yeah sorry everyone my cats died like lol good one <laughs> okay right coming up for you i've got two facts about dentists because i knew one and i found one this morning okay. when i was looking for ones so the electric chair was invented by a dentist in 1881 first used in 1890 mm-hmm. um that I thought was interesting because dentist chairs look like electric chairs and that's creepy as fuck. Yeah, they do. And I never thought about that yeah, until and you told me. Imagine thanks. when the patient's lying in there and he's like, do you know what I could do with this? Rig it up and kill him. So that's a freaky fact for you. Yeah, electric chair invented by a dentist. But the other thing invented by a dentist, this was invented by one dentist, right? And I think it was called Fairy Wishes, but you can Google this. Mm. or fa- Definitely Fairy was in there. Then another dentist stole the idea and patented it and he called it Candy Floss. Oh, my God. So it was invented by two dentists who hate each other because, yeah, one of them guys was like, I've got this old washing machine bit and I've made this hot sugary thing. Yeah. And then the other dentist was like, I'm going to steal that and be the first to market it. 
But yeah, weird that dentists who hate sugar... No, yeah, I was going to say, hang on, no wonder they invented that. I mean, it's the easiest way to get people to... Back in the chair. And, yeah, and go back to dentists. While they're thinking about, you know, what's it called when you fry someone in the chair? Executing you. Electrocuting. Yeah. I'm never going to look at a dentist chair the same again. I think that is just bizarre. So, talking of warring people that invented or, or sold sweets... So if you go to Belgium, there is a very specific kind of sweet that is sold in Ghent, and it is called a cubidon, or a, not sure I can, how I'd say this, Neutzika. Um Sorry, anyone that's... Was it hazelnutty? No. Oh. Sorry, sorry, anyone that is Belgian, and I've just completely butchered that. It is a conical sweet that, like a big uh, jelly bagel, but filled with syrup, and that looks rank. She just showed me a picture. Oh, no, they're looks... really nice. They are really, really nice. They're like this syrupy, fruity, cool stuff. And years ago, two rival sellers ended up in a big battle over them. One of them chucked a load of water over the other one's carts. The other one started selling them with big signs saying ours are better than his. And uh, it ended up in a fist fight in the middle of the market square to the point that they ended up having to be forcibly separated and by the rules of the square not allowed to be within a certain amount of feet of each other and it was known as the war of the noses because the cubidons the, the word i was struggling to pronounce means like a little nose oh, like a little point looking nose. at the square i was thinking about being like, like hazelnut things it's like noisette isn't it in french yeah no, trying nice. there but yeah they look like noses don't they the, those sweets <laughs> yeah. i love um, belgium sweets I do. Okay, I've got a fact for you. Do you like Janice Joplin? I do. I do. That's the fact. Take it. Take another little <laughs> piece of my heart now, baby. No, that's not the fact. The fact is, when Janice Joplin died, God rest her soul, in her will, she put aside £2,500 for her friends to have a party and a oh, note for each of them. Oh, that's so <laughs> So they all got lovely. called round and there was two and a half grand left over so they could have a great big piss up and celebrate her and each had a little note saying how much she loved them. That's beautiful. Isn't that awesome? I do that. And it's the sort of thing that everyone says, like, oh, I'll do this in my will or at my funeral. If you don't write it down, it's not going to happen. But she took the time to be like, do you know what? I'm going to leave some money for a giant party for all my mates. Oh. Okay, all right, I've got a nice fact about another female singer who's awesome, um, Dolly Parton. Did you know that Dolly Parton has a book gifting programme devoted to children and every month children that are enrolled from birth to age five receive a high quality age appropriate book in the post. I did know free. that because that's why I'm called Dolly because I'm obsessed with Dolly Parton. I've seen her three times. She is absolutely fantastic. I've got a Dolly Parton fact for you. Go on then. Did you know Dolly Parton entered a uh, lookalike competition and she lost to a drag queen? I did. It was a Dolly Parton lookalike. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And uh, on, on that note, did you know that Charlie Chaplin also entered a Charlie Chaplin And did he lose? He did. Did you see the Adele one? No. She did one on TV. Uh, it was an Adele competition and she put on a fake nose, I think. So she did look obviously like Adele, but yeah. a different nose. And uh, the people were like, you could actually get away with it. And then when she starts singing, half the people just know and they're like getting their phones out like, oh my God, we're on TV looking yeah. for cameras. And the other half the people were there thinking, shit, she's quite good. I might not win. Oh my God. Also, did you know Dolly Parton adopted some of her siblings? No. She was one of, I think, 11, yeah. and she didn't have any children herself with her husband, Joe, because um, her mum, who they were born in a trailer and just didn't have much money and had so many children. So when she got her first record deal, she adopted a few of them and just raised her brothers and sisters. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's also very um, 
Smoky Mountain, isn't it? <laughs> your bristers, <laughs> your brother, sister, kids, your oh, brids, no. <laughs> yeah, your mum, auntie. But yeah, absolutely all the time in the world for Dolly Parton. Yes. Love her. Right, I've got some animal ones here, um, but you're probably going to know these because you're more clued up on the natural world. Mm -hmm. So you tell me if you knew these or not, okay? Bees can sting each other if they feel threatened. No, I didn't know that. But I can't find out whether they would die. So you know when they sting a human, yeah. apparently their guts come out. But I think that's just certain types of bees. Yeah, I, know I think some can bees. sting. Yeah. Ooh. Whereas wasps are just absolute douchebags. Hmm. Um, do you know Melissa means bee? Yes, because it means like a honey or something. Yeah, yeah. we've both been reading a, a bit of Greek myth. <laughs> um, okay, koalas have got individual fingerprints and side by side next to a human, apart from their fingers being a bit smaller, they're almost identical. They're the closest. That's so weird. Koalas have fingerprints and monkeys and stuff don't, so they look even more like us. Wow. Like the That's way our really fingerprints weird. are. And koalas are so grumpy. They're so cute when you see them sleep with their fluffy little ears and then they're absolute, just, yeah. They've got chlamydia, haven't they? I don't know. I haven't uh, tried to seduce Can a you Google this? Can you Google koala chlamydia? Because this isn't one of my written down facts. Is going to I, don't be... want, I don't want to bring the podcast down by saying this, but I'm sure. Type in koala chlamydia. Is it's it coming up? Search. It chlamydia is... in koalas is caused by two kinds of bacteria, chlamydia pecorum and C. numerae, <laughs> which are different from the bacteria it usually causes. Yeah, so there we go. You can get chlamydia from a koala. So next time you go on a date and he's like, but I got it from a koala, babe. He'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor baby. I just seen no. the shaved tiger and I was holding a koala. Okay, another fat food to... You look so traumatised there. I'm traumatised. This is quite traumatising as well, though. No. Shrimps, right, their mm. hearts are in their head. Mm. And they also have an open circulatory system, which means their organs just float around in blood. They're basically a bag of blood and their organs float about and absorb it from the outside so... instead of the blood being pumped in there. But they're such tasty bags of blood. I've never had a shrimp. I like shrimp. My brothers love shrimps and prawns, so I won't eat anything where you have to remove the poop sack. <laughs> I, just, I love my seafood. I just think that's rank. Like, oh, make sure to take out the little bag of feces inside. You don't get that when they bring you a chicken, do they? No, but you have to take out the giblets. Not when you get it from Tesco. They do all that for you. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right, I've got another animal one. Okay. I've got two more animal ones. Do you want them? Yeah, go on then. I'm spoiling you here, right. Crows can recognise human faces and remember them their whole one. life. I did know that one. That's kind of awesome. I love that. Yeah. It's like parrots get very attached to people. You know, you've got one owner for a parrot and that is their bestest friend. Yeah. Yeah. I think birds are a lot more clever than we give them uh, credit for. Yeah. Wombat poo. I bet you knew this. Everyone knows this. This is like a QI staple, isn't yes. it? Wombat poo is cube-shaped. It's insane, isn't it? That's just bizarre. It's, it's so weird. Because of their digestive system, the way it squeezes it. But how does their bum hole? I don't know. Uh, so I get that their stomach Maybe they forms it like square. that. Like a Rubik's Cube or something. So strange. I've never seen a wombat. Not not like in real life. What family in Australia and, and I'd love to go out and, and basically pick See up a, a wombat. wombat poo. <laughs> I just want to cuddle a wombat. I mean look at them, they're all round and they're called wombats. I mean what's not to love? True. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Alright, I've got one. I've got one about the film industry, the uh, and airports customs being pedantic. 
So I'm a big fan of terrible, terrible creature feature films like Snakes on a Plane. Oh, yeah. And in order to... Sharknado. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So in order to get a bunch of snakes across the border from Canada, where they they were from, into, uh, into America... Every single snake used in the film, and there were about 500, uh, had to have its own special paperwork. So the guy that sourced the snakes... Yeah, snakey passports. So the guy that sourced all the snakes, yep, a whole bunch of snakey passports, that was fine. He got stopped for three hours at the border because he forgot to declare that he was also carrying an apple. An apple? An apple. Food and drink. Oh, my God. Wow. And the snakes are like, guys, we've got a movie set to be on here and you're freaking out about an apple. We could kill you. (laughs) Yeah, the snakes were all fine, but the apple was not. So this is kind of filmy, right? Did you know that up until 1949, Mm -hmm. the Hollywood sign said Hollywood Land? No. So when they built it, it was Hollywood Land. And then in 1949, people were like, that's really cringe. It just sounds wrong. Hollywood Land. It sounds very American, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Okay, all right, other film fact. Um, so, Lord of the Rings. Sean Bean, the actor. Scene Bean. Scene Can we Bean call him by his real name, or please? Sean yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. <laughs> yeah, he was so afraid of flying in the helicopter that he hiked for four hours each day up and down the mountain where they were filming rather than get on the helicopter with the other members of the cast. Wow. That's in amazing. Costume, in full costume is boring. I actually think that that makes him more manly to me. <laughs> and everyone knows this one, but Viggo Mortensen actually learned to fight with the actual sword, refused a prop sword, and was told by the swordmaster he's one of the most talented ones. I didn't know tried. that. Awesome. Do you reckon yeah. he used it in other like interviews and stuff? I don't know if you know, but I'm Probably. actually like a really talented swordsman. <laughs> Probably yes. Well, this is nothing like those. But um, okay. did you know that Finland? has more saunas than cars. What? I did not know this. I've been to Finland. It was awesome. I would love to go to Finland. Do you remember Little Britain? Yes. And remember Andy would always be like, Helsinki, I want to go Helsinki. Maybe he was like, where should we go on our holidays? Andy goes, Helsinki. I've not seen much of it. I think I, it's I very, it. very not okay now. I'll take your word for um, it. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I was picking a holiday years ago and I was like, where should we go? And I went, Helsinki. Helsinki. And I didn't even know where it was and we went there. Um, but yeah, so that's my first Is it about. beautiful? It's absolutely, absolutely mm. stunning. Untouched as well. So yeah, more saunas than cars and that probably has a lot to do with why um, it's so unpolluted and beautiful and why everyone has soft skin. Mm. Yeah, that's somewhere I would love to go. I absolutely love Scandinavia. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. So I'm going to finish off. I've got one last fact for you, okay. um, which I'm sure is going to get me some complaints in, but I'm going to do it anyway. I've got American family, guys, so I'm allowed to say this. I'm joking. No, I do have American family, but you should never say that before you um, are rude about someone. But I just can't quite believe this. Mm-hmm. 7% of Americans mm-hmm. think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Oh, God, that can't be right. Surely they ask children. I hope it's like one of those things where, you know, um, apparently, according to the last census in the UK, a third of people speak Klingon because they put it in the census. I've never filled a census out. Yeah, come at me, brah. But I think if I was doing it, I would probably tick the most ridiculous ones. Like, oh, what religion are you? What language do you speak? You know, so what fact are you going to finish off with? For our lovely audience. Got to be a good one. The pressure's really on now. (laughs) Okay, so Dolly just reminded me of a fact that I I had known but forgotten. All clownfish 
are born male. I did not know that. I knew about a lot of frogs being able to change sex because Jurassic Park, but yeah, I'd, I'd completely forgotten about the fish thing as well. So I think the gender thing in animals is amazing. Like male seahorses, see my big seahorse here. Yes. Um, that's my symbol for my dad because male seahorses carry the babies. Ah, awesome. So yeah, that's why I've got a massive seahorse tattoo. Um, nice. And yeah, so the they actually give the birth. Do the do the blasting them out. It's a very messy business. Yes, I've seen footage. It's very strange. Yeah, it's gross, yeah. isn't it? It's like an ejaculation of children. <laughs> My dad never described it like that. <laughs> Thank God. Well, on that note, guys, on that note, we will wrap this up. So we hope that you've learned something from our utterings and ramblings of random facts. I have. And we hope that you've got a few too. In fact, we would love to do a round two of this because this is the tip of the iceberg. Yes, please. So if you found this vaguely bearable, then um, let us know. Like our podcasts, listen to them, etc. And please feel free to contact us on social media, etc. And tell us your favourite random facts or ones you enjoyed, etc. Yes, please, we could always use your random facts. Never enough random facts in the world. Well, thanks so much for joining us, guys. And we will see you again very soon. I've been Dolly. I'm Faith Roswell. And we will see you again. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys, all in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.